I got it. When I first heard about Dave being trapped in a maze. One, two, three, four. I built a labyrinth. Can you believe it? Dave is trapped in a cardboard maze in his living room and he can't get out. Welcome to Dave Made a Minute. The podcast where a whole bunch of us are exploring the film Dave Made a Maze one minute at a time. The twist. Many of the participants have never seen the film. Some don't even know what film they're sampling. They get their minutes and they tackle them as they see fit. Here's your host from the Groundhog Day Project and Michael Myers Minute, Robert Black. Minute 30, Bryn sacrifices herself to the Minotaur so everyone else can get away. And Dave shows up just in time for Annie to find a special room. To tackle Minute 30, we have Liz Whitaker of Mean Girls Minute along with Allison Grimm. You come home, there's a giant maze in your living room. You're like, what the? There's a giant maze in my living room. I've heard of people rearranging the furniture, but this is wackadoodle crazy. This doesn't make any sense. The problem? The problem to my It's like a fucking cocktail party in here. If I get a few words from you before you go. I want to do the thing. Okay. One, two, one, two. <laughs> I made him get, I got him bigger this time. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wow, 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 wow. Okay, I'm sorry, I've got off the goddamn deep end. Is it the toxic gritty farts? It's this long ass motherfucking week, and the the hard Italian soda I'm drinking. No, I drank. It makes me happy drunk. Oh, that's good. I Mm -hmm. drank some wine this evening because I made beef stew for dinner. So of course, you know, dump some wine in, dump some wine in the glass. I don't make my beef stew with wine because I don't keep wine in the house because I don't really like wine. Oh. I like a I, could, I like a real dry red. I could put a I could put some uh, hard Italian soda in there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's is that like Florida stew? <laughs> Just Mike's hard lemonade. I'm, exactly. Okay, this hard Italian soda is way better than Mike's hard lemonade. So how dare you? First, I'm, I'm sorry. But second, you are spot on that they would use Mike's Hard Lemonade and beef stew in Florida. Like I'm like, Jason Mendoza from The Good yes. Place is using Mike's Hard Lemonade in his beef stew. How, are you caught up? Uh, I think I'm like two. I, I missed, I don't have last week's episode and yesterday's okay. episode I need to watch. Oh, did you see um, the Macho Man Randy Savage airport? No, I must be three weeks behind. Uh, I don't remember. I might have spoiled that might have been last week's. I don't remember. Um, no, the last one I saw was the one where Tahani referenced her friend James Cameron. Mm. Um, but I started listening to uh, the Good Place podcast. Oh yeah, I think I'm pretty sure my husband listens to that. It's really good. Is it? I should look it. Yeah. Up. And uh, so I started way back at the beginning, mm-hmm. and on episode two, they have Jamila Jamil on. Okay. Oh, my God, Gritty. <sighs> Did he fart? Oh, God. Yeah. And it... I'm sorry, buddy. You must not feel good. Uh, does um, he look like he's in pain or anything? No. He's, like, sleeping. Oh. It's farting. 
Oh god. Oh my god. Well, it's in a small space. I don't think we introduced ourselves for this episode. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't really I didn't know if we were live or not. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I was just going. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a Friday episode, so let's just leave it. Whatever, man. Uh, we'll introduce ourselves at the end. Yeah. So you're going to have to hang out and listen for that, listeners. Fuck the system. Fuck the podcast patriarchy. We're doing end introductions. Uh-huh. That is the second time I've used that dumb pun joke thing, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. This minute ends with a new room that's pretty cool. Oh, and my this- God. I... I like it a lot. I do so. And this minute I begins. I fucking love the set design of this movie. It's yeah. Did you listen to the early episode of this where they talk to like the prop master? Honestly, have you listened to I, this podcast I, at all? On, honestly, I will listen to all of it at some point. Uh, I have so many podcasts and audiobooks I'm listening to right now that I will wait until I can binge it all. Mm. Because then I will be able to want like listen to it. I, I only have time in my like my commute isn't very long, so I can only fit a couple um, daily podcasts in mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Uh, so pretty much I've listened to um, the cardboard Titanic minutes with uh, our friends Rob and Duff, mm-hmm. and cool. that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't get much time to listen to podcasts either, unfortunately. Yeah, I I I know a lot of people who are like, yeah, I listen to podcasts at work, and I'm like, I do a lot of writing at work. Yeah, I same. can't listen to people talk while I am writing. I have to do a lot of writing and reading. Yeah, and a lot of like interacting with people, skyping. You know, yeah, lots of I, communicating. So I, I can't really listen. Literally every time I put my headphones on, either my phone rings and I have to or, pause whatever yeah, I'm listening to. Or somebody's or somebody right behind me. Walks up to my desk and needs something. Yeah, at that exact second. Like, come on. And then it takes me three hours to remember to hit play again. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then someone walks up again immediately. <laughs> That's why I, sometimes I just, like, take my phone and sit in the bathroom forever just because then I know nobody will bother me. <laughs> Uh, I yeah, I will sometimes um, go sit on. We have a like a mm-hmm. patio upstairs, mm-hmm. or I'll just go sit out. I work along a canal. I'll just go uh-huh. sit under a tree and read a book on my phone for a little while. Nice. I need all of you to leave me alone. Yeah, I just need some get away from me. Mm-hmm. Just need to turn my brain off. Yeah, this is. So the minute opens with uh, Bryn. Be- well, Bryn becomes the subject of an Amazon Kindle single and is taken by the Minotaur. That is uh, a way better segue than I was going to make. Um, I was going to make reference to what we were just discussing and not what we discussed yesterday <laughs> um, and say that. So long ago. Uh, 
<laughs> it looks like Annie has cut a cut into a brain that could use some quiet because that oh. eye is looking a little scary. I love the eye. I think the eye might be like my favorite visual from this movie. It is very cool looking. Yeah. So is is that real? Is that the eye of the maze? Because this maze is this maze is sentient, right? Yeah. So that is like that is the maze's eyeball. So does that mean the maze is a cyclops? It could be because that would be pretty um, on brand or on theme for the mythology. And I mean, the maze has a vagina. Um, I but it is so that the way that the uh, lid around the eye is cut, though, mm-hmm. I assume that maybe we just didn't go far enough to the left or right to see oh. the other eye. Yeah, because generally um, cyclops. Cyclopses, I don't know, are depicted the, the with like eye a, of the cyclops. Uh, yes, it's depicted as sort of round. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's um, symmetrical, right. even if it is ovular. Yeah, instead of this is like a teardrop shape. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it should have a mate. Right, and so I think we just only see the one because we cut in on top of that one and then run the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of work here already. And while they're running, the boom mic operator never lowers his arms. He does not. He is a professional. He is going to catch all of the terror happening behind Mm -hmm. him on that microphone. If it kills him. Yeah. So, Bryn does... Do is she sacrificing herself so the others can get away, or is she somehow under the spell of the Minotaur and transfixed and cannot move from that spot? Maybe a little, a little of both. Okay, because in this minute we also do see like a flash of Minotaur abs, so maybe she's just like transfixed by his abs. Yeah. Um. We all we we do get a glimpse of. Of the uh, minotaurs, uh, you know, we mostly get torso, but we mm. do get a little bit of um, the head, his nose. Yeah. All made of cardboard. It's really and cool. It is made of cardboard and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I love it. If, if it's not too big of a spoiler, I guess I could post that picture I sent you of him like in the costume where you can see the full thing. Oh yeah, because it's really cool. Yeah, uh, I I I don't know about those rules. I I, I don't know. Uh, okay, uh, are not, there rules I, to this? I, well, I mean, I I mean, I haven't actually seen the movie, so as far uh, as I know, you could have gotten a full glimpse of his uh, minotaur head. Before I'm sh- I think we do. I legitimately don't remember this scene. I have, a, I have a terrible memory, and like since I watched Dave Made a Maze, I watched uh, The Haunting of Hill House. So thinking about that has, like, supplanted every other work of fiction in my brain right now because it was real good. Okay. Yeah. That is not something I will watch? No, it's it's a little too spooky for you. Yeah. Yeah. Not, uh, not happening. It was excellent, but... That's what I've heard. But it was spooky. Yeah. I mean, it's got the word haunting in the title. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty big clue right there that it is not going to be... Yeah. Uh, 
up my alley. It makes me really mad when something has like haunting or something like that in the title and it's not about ghosts. Like, do you have any idea how mad I was when I found out Vampire Weekend wasn't like a goth band having to do with like actual <laughs> vampires? That they like just sing songs about horchata? Do they? I don't know. Maybe I have that wrong, but I think that's a Vampire Weekend song oh. and we used to play it at Express all the time. They should exclusively play songs about vampires. And they should be kind of, like, not the kind of music that you could play at Express. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that title is misleading. And yeah, they they, should, it should be illegal. They definitely have a song called Horchata. Ugh. They should be goth. So, yeah, if you're going to, like, put ghost in the title or call something haunting or whatever, like, there should be some fucking ghosts. If it's not really haunted, then I think you should be sued for lying. <laughs> I want my money back. Yeah. This is a hill that I will die on. Uh, a haunting hill house? No, no, that didn't work. I this, tried. This is a hill house I will die on. <laughs> and then I will haunt it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You will rue the day you improperly used the word haunt because I will teach you the meaning of that word. Oh. By haunting you. Oh. Burn. You burnt. You burnt. You basic. You basic. So in this minute, Dave shows up. Hey, Dave. Hi, Dave. He reunites with everybody, and they play some heroic music, and Dave says, follow me. And then he immediately and runs into a wall. Immediately. And, and then he says, I'm just as lost as you are. Then why did Listen, you say follow me? You just ran by and said follow me. <sighs> Don't come tell me to follow you and be lost. <sighs> Damn it, Dave. It's okay to be lost. That's acceptable. Just go to it Annie It is a maze, help. after all. Right. However, do not be lost and then run up to a group of people and yell, follow me. That's not okay, Dave. No. That's not okay. <laughs> I am aggrieved. Literally, he takes two steps. Yeah. And right there, a wall. I do love how the music cuts out there, though. Yeah. Record and how scratch. literally all he had to do was look down and find that little vent door that Annie finds. Yeah. That leads us into the coolest, creepiest, weirdest mm. uh, dining room set I think I've ever seen in a movie. You really need to watch this movie because I don't want to spoil anything for our listeners, but the scene gets cool in terms of like what they do with it visually. It So it sort of reminds me of when I worked in a haunted house in high school. That was our, um, so that was our show choir's big fundraiser every fall. Okay. Is um, we put on, it was called the Haunted Mansion. And it was literally in um, basically a giant mansion that had been turned into a nursing home and then had been, then was no longer used as a nursing home and had been sold to the school corporation. And so every fall we put on this massive um, haunted house that they can no longer do there anymore because asbestos or some shit. Ooh. Um, 
you know, nobody cared about that in the 2000s when I was there. It would be even better, though, if the nursing home was still functional and you got the people who lived there to participate. (laughs) Oh, my God. That would have been cool. Um, And possibly somehow not as scary as it really actually was. Um, So we if you were in a show choir, you had to work in it. Huh. And so I spent a lot of weekends. So I would switch between being like a tour guide assistant and being like assigned to a room. Mm -hmm. But this maze really feels like the room. It really gives me vibes of the rooms in the Haunted Mansion when I worked in it. Just because like cool. How each room kind of has its own little theme. Its own like personality. Yeah. Yeah. And we had uh, I think one year we had like a dining room scene. And it had, they used, um, like, glow-in-the-dark paint and black lights to mm. highlight things. Oh, cool. And so I really got a vibe of how the this has, like, the neon trim in mm-hmm. this room. So it, it was really reminiscent of working in the Haunted Mansion. Nice. Did the, like, did the show choir members also, like, do the set building? Like, design the rooms? Yes. Okay. So it was all put together. So I... Um, never made it to the top show choir and they were the ones that had to put like the most effort into it they did most of like the room design Mm -hmm. um they also did like a lock-in and slept there Hmm. which i would not have fucking done because that place was motherfucking haunted i would do that fuck no um Um, i would totally get murdered in a a horror movie one time when I was a tour guide assistant, which means so each group was led around by a figure in a black cowl, like a big black cape, mm-hmm. and then uh, another one at the end to make sure nobody got separated from the group. Uh, so one time when I was a tour guide assistant and wandering around at the end of the group to make sure nobody got separated... Of course, I got separated from the group. Oh, no. Yeah. And so I'm, like, trying to find my way through this haunted house. I don't really know the the route because I've just been following where the actual tour guide's mm-hmm. going. I just follow the group of people the whole time. <laughs> so it's dark. I don't – this is before, like, cell phones uh, – were commonly carried yeah i'm just trying to find my way through this haunted house back to my group and it was a not not an excellent experience but somehow less frightening than when i worked in a room and when you go on break you have to go between like false walls to get down to the area where you can take a break Uh uh-huh and that was even more terrifying because then I was in an enclosed space oh. in a fucking haunted house. Yeah. Cool. It was not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was the opposite of cool and it contributed to my inability to watch horror movies to this day. I'm, I'm sorry about your trauma. <laughs> However, I, I did cool. enjoy dressing up as a scary character and sitting in a room and freaking the fuck out of people who are walking through on those tours. It's so fun. Uh, so I would – so 
characters from other rooms if they learn the name of someone in the group mm-hmm. like if they recognize someone or somehow they picked up on the name of someone in the group mm-hmm. they would run ahead to oh. another room and say you know the fourth girl in's name is Carrie or Susie or whatever and mm-hmm. so I would be in the playground I was like in the playground room and so I would be sitting there towards the beginning and I'd be like rocking back and forth and I'd be like Carrie will you come play with me I'm so lonely. Will you come play with me? Stay here with me and play in this playground with me forever. And Carrie's peeing her pants. Basically, yeah. My friend Katie, when we were sophomores, actually made a girl pee her pants. She scared her so hard. Really? I was so proud to be her friend that day. I feel like that would be the plot in like a TV episode where somebody does that to get revenge on their bully. I mean, she was just good at what she was doing. She didn't, like, target this girl or anything. Mm -hmm. It just happened to me that Katie was so sold on it and so terrifying that it freaked this girl out enough so that she peed. This might be an urban legend, but Mm. I believe it. I believe it, too. I want to believe. I want to believe. I want to believe this girl peed her pants. (laughs) That my 15-year-old friend was such a good actress that she could scare the shit out of someone so much that she peed in the tour of a haunted house. Do you think that haunted house had a minotaur? Um, It wasn't a maze, was it? Hmm. No, yeah, I don't recall ever having a minotaur in there. Because also, before I worked in it, we always went to it as a group. And so for all of my terror about scary movies, I was always kind of a hard ass about haunted houses. It's probably because I was like the only girl that was going without being attached to a boy. Mm -hmm. So I had no like no one was going to give a fuck if I was scared. So I had to not be scared. Maybe the real Minotaur was the friends you made along the way. (laughs) i think that's it all right you're right maybe that's the thesis of this movie the the real minotaur is the friends you made along the way except like they didn't make friends because like they were already friends and hating each other yeah i hi so can you hear him i can I'm, like, fascinated by this eyeball. So when you're looking Mm -hmm. at it straight on, it looks like the pupil is just glued on to the Mm -hmm. iris. But it is not. It is not at all. It's completely separate. And I'm really fascinated about how it's attached. I can't really figure it out. Uh, It's sticking up from a thing in the floor, right? But no, because you can't see it going down when you're looking at it straight on. It's like coming out I don't know we don't get a good enough look at it but when you look at it from the front you can't see it be attached to the floor oh that's true it's almost like it comes out on like a tripod or something or it's maybe it's hanging from fishing line maybe it's just floating in the air independent of the eyeball I I mean yeah we're we're dealing with maze magic here that's true it's just a magical floating Eyeball pieces. Eyeball layers. Pupil. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with maze magic. All right. I'm cool, 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 cool. Yeah. 
So when you hire the documentarians of your life, make sure you pick ones that are like the boom mic operator and not the Steadicam guy. Mm-hmm. Steadicam guy has neither kept that camera steady nor consistently filming anything throughout this entire movie. Get your shit together, Steadicam guy. Boom Mike Bro is a fucking professional. This movie is going to have great sound and no visuals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, and uh, I wish we got to see more of this uh, dining room scene. Yeah. Because I, I love that the furniture is even built on, uh, to uh, like, to show perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, Dude, you need to watch this movie. I it's I do you're right I do yeah. I just gosh Sh- should we explain why maybe some of the things we talk about in these three minutes kind of don't line up with what we talk about in other minutes so we're we're recording these minutes much later than we recorded the other three that were on so in I don't know those... what you're talking about we haven't been on any other minutes oh except for 11 and 14 I guess and Certainly not one that happens later in the movie. No, no, that was I'm I'm sticking with this bit of that was Robin Duff. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going hard on your bit, okay? <laughs> I even like I've forgotten about it, and Liz is like, "No, I'm committed," and I'm like, "I don't fucking care." <laughs> I commit to a bit. Oh, to commit to bit. To commit to bit. <laughs> I love it. I mean, but maybe our voices sound similar. That's true. To Robin Duff. Yeah. But cardboard yeah. Robin, cardboard Duff. Yeah, which is why our tones aren't quite as dulcet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think they recorded their episodes for that I don't, oh. like, like months ago. Yeah, and they hadn't seen the movie at that point. Right. But one of them has since then. The other one has not. Keep saying they're going to. I know. And just they haven't done it, even though they would really like this next scene. Maybe they have a whole lot of casting going on. Maybe. So maybe they've committed themselves to too many podcasts. Too many things. Overcommitted. Oh. Uh Yep. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Is there... So, since we didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning, should we do our end introduction? We should probably do our end introductions. Yeah. So, if you aren't Rob from Cardboard Titanic, who are you? I am Allison from... The forthcoming podcast, Potent Potables, a Get totally Ooh. Or, or as my husband put it to crib off the Simpsons. So it's come to this, a podcast about Jeopardy. Yeah, it has. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hasn't really come to that yet because we haven't really started, but we are doing this. We have a lot of ideas. It's going to be amazing. And you should go to the Twitter and you mm-hmm. should type in an at symbol, and then you should follow that with potent potables. P-O-D-A-B-L-E-S. So that you can stay up to date with all of the 
late breaking news regarding this soon to be critically acclaimed podcast about Jeopardy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Critically acclaimed. I think acclaimed. this is how we're going to make our first million I enemies think so. on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with Alex Trebek <laughs> and his cousin, Alex Quebec. <laughs> Alex Quebec, the host of French Canadian Jeopardy. All of, <laughs> all of the French people, including the ones in Canada. Alex is, yes, Alex, as we know, will use, will take any excuse he can to speak French. Because <laughs> did you know Alex Trebek speaks French? I did not know Alex. And Trebek. trust me, his pronunciation is better than yours. I find that very plausible to believe. <laughs> <laughs> but how's his Rocky? You know, I don't know if I've ever heard his Rocky. Hey, well, extra back. How's your Rocky impersonation? Oh, I believe we have a challenge, listeners. <laughs> Alex Trebek, if you're listening to this and you want to prove that your Rocky is better than Liz's, Gauntlet you can find drum. us. Ooh, f- find us on Twitter. <laughs> Come get in a Twitter fight with me, Alex Trebek. <laughs> Can that be the title of this episode? <laughs> Twitter fight me, Alex Trebek. <laughs> Alex just subtweeting you. <laughs> well, honestly, if you are ever going to get in a Twitter fight with anyone, I'm probably the best person because, one, I still I have not really mastered the... Uh, quote versus retweet with reply or like retweet with comment (laughs) i don't super understand threading and i also get very bored with twitter very quickly so yeah if you want to start a twitter feud with someone that you want to win um don't don't at potent potables because allison will have control of that too Mm -hmm. uh Holler at Mean Girls Minute. <laughs> I'm going to start a Twitter fight with you, and I'm just going to say paint can. <laughs> and then I will win. <laughs> that is how I will win this argument. Pig hands. Paint can. <laughs> Pig hand. What the fuck? <laughs> paint cans. It doesn't even look like a paint can. What do you mean? It looks like hooves. Yeah, but like round, like a paint can. No, hoof shaped, like a pig hand. Nobody uses the phrase pig hand except That's for you. That's why it's funny. <sighs> it's funny, but it's wrong. Well, right, but lots of funny things are wrong. Like your mom. Burn! <laughs> you burned. <laughs> Yeah, so... We introduced ourselves. We talked about the minute. Yeah. You're not going to hear from us on... We learned. We grew. (laughs) We made friends along the way. And... We did. (laughs) Listeners, you're going to have the opportunity on Monday to make a different group of friends. Because Allison and I, unfortunately, will not be here with you on Monday. But... If you are very good boys, girls, and non-binary individuals, mm-hmm. you might get to hear another episode from us in the future. And uh, 
Spoiler alert, it might be amazing. Oh my god, I'm so excited for that episode to air. So you might want to hang around for that. Mm-hmm. But you should still come back on Monday for another episode of Dave Made a Minute. And then I can probably disarm all the traps. And then we can we can finish this maze. Who is with me? That was Liz Whitaker of Mean Girls Minute along with Allison Grimm taking a minute 30 of Dave Made a Maze. They will be back in minute 55. Next time, on Dave Made a Minute, we've got Travis Bow of Watchmen Minute and Jason Croxon of Getting to Know Who, taking on minute 31. Thank you for listening to Dave Made a Minute. Intro dialogue snippets were taken from Dave Made a Maze, directed by Bill Watterson, written by Bill Watterson and Steve Sears, and produced by John Charles Meyer. Intro music is Diversion by The Equals, featured in the film Dave Made a Maze, and Life Cycle of a Match by Parvis Decree. Outro music is Leaving This Godforsaken Place and Her Presence is Strong Here by Parvis Decree. Dave Made a Minute is a production of Lemming Drop Studio and all other featured podcast producers. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dave Made a Minute. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. And check out all of the participants' other shows to spread the love around. Again, thank you for listening. As long as we're all working together, this is going to be fine. It's going to be great. I need you to notify the families of everyone who died here today. Totally. Wait, what? <laughs>